And welcome back to uh, Bumper to Bumper, uh, another... Welcome back to another episode of Bumper to Bumper. Um, yeah. How do we say this? Well, we did bumper... This is the second time we're doing the intro. I'm already late for an appointment, and, you know... Chris got off the podcast and he says, "Hey, listen, can you edit out? Okay, yeah, can you right, edit right, out that right, one right. part at the beginning where you talking about that thing I don't want to talk about?" And you know, I was, uh, uh, you know, I, it felt like someone was uh, popping my tires a little bit. And I said, "Chris, why didn't you say something while I was saying it? You let me there." Fucking yeah, well, I can't just be, I can't just be, you know, the hall monitor of you. I'm trying you know, to make monitor this podcast in the hall all the time. talk about real things, and you want to make it all about squeegees. All right, so we're just going to, like, abruptly cut into the show where the things it, get this normal was a good again, podcast. all right? So anyways, I know, look, look, I know that we started off on the wrong foot. I'm not talking to you, Chris. I'm talking to the audience here. But you got to trust us. We have your best interests in mind. And at the end yeah, of the we, day, no, Chris you is have a to understand, friend, yeah, and we, I didn't want to go and chop out... He's asking me to perform surgery on this episode that you're never going to hear. So I thought it'd be funnier if we would just fucking do this new intro. Funner. Yeah, funnier and funner. Funner. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, cue, cue the time warp music right now. And whoa! Time. Um, how, are you, um, how are you doing, Rick? How are you? I'm doing good, Chris. Uh, we just, uh, you and I just released a... A short film, which you can see on our Instagrams, or you can uh, you can if go. You go to my website. It's up on there too, rickdarch.com. Um, I don't know if it's on your website, but I imagine it will be soon. Yeah, it will be. Um, Let me. I'm going to go on rickdarch.com. See what's going on up you here. You go to Rickdarch. If you scroll down to the bottom, you'll see my latest short. I always put my latest short at the bottom of the the homepage to let people know that I'm still alive. I'm still making content. Oh, there it is. Uh, haven't made too many things this year, but I'm proud of this one. It was, uh, can you, okay, so basically, let me give you guys a little gist if you haven't seen the short. It's very short, but it's basically about a man who uh, is finding creative ways to hide his farts around his new love interest. Because we all know that when we're in a new relationship, that's the last thing that you hold back before you're truly bonded with one another. Wouldn't you agree? Can you tell us where the short came about, Chris? Because it came from a real place. Yeah, it comes from dating. You know, I have a girlfriend now, and, um, you know, it was... But Cue it, congratulations. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, very good. Thank okay, good, so good. Nice, nice. But, uh, you know, it's those that early stage where... And it, 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 it's also just, like, I think something that I just always would notice when I would also be dating um, is you go out on a date, and you tend to, like, eat at, like, just random restaurants. You're like, oh, cool, like, let's go get, like, you know... A, couple drinks and we'll have some french fries or we'll you know or we'll go try this you know aioli spread exactly you know or like let's just get you know a triple decker pizza uh along with you know a couple let's of barrels of, of beer exactly cauliflower let's have, let's, and a can of beans exactly let's have all those things and then you're going back and you're hanging out with them um and then if it's going well you know maybe you're making out or whatever if if, if everything's cool but at the same time you've got basically a powder keg of gas in your stomach uh, you know, yeah, we get it. And your entire time, you know, when you're single, is like you're just able to let it rip whenever you want, and oh, yeah. uh, you're eating really clean to get to the date. You're eating real healthy to look good, and then you get to the date, and then at the date, it's just all bets are off, and you're eating all this fun random food, and your stomach is just like a pure. Um, well, we get it exactly. So, anyways, long story short. Um, so that was happening to you in real life with this new love of your love of your life. You were hiding. 
Yeah, definitely. You were having these moments where you had gas, and then did did you? I mean, we exaggerated in the film with these situations, but can you remember uh, the first time, like the situation when you cleverly disguised a fart? How would you do it? Yeah, I I very much remember being at a coffee shop and. I was getting in the car, and there was uh, a coffee from the day before in the coffee cup holder. And I said, oh, hold on. Let me go throw this away for you real quick. And I got out of the car, and I took the coffee, and I just let the biggest <laughs> fart rip. In, and then you like, shit your pants. Yeah, shit my pants. Like, I have to go home now. <laughs> and um, and I threw it in, 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 uh, in the trash, and then, um, yeah, voila. Um, okay, yeah. Because that's uh, we have a scene. We're giving away the whole movie. It's only two yeah, minutes. Yeah. Why are but... you? Yeah. Why? Why are you giving away the whole movie here? No, that's a that's a fun scene. But in in our short, we uh, we have you. You don't throw it away in the trash. You litter, which is my favorite moment in the piece. Let's play a clip uh, from the short. Okay. Yeah. That so that'll really give you a little good. taste. That was funny. Yeah. That was good. Um, but Rick, what about you? How's life going? You know, I haven't had you on the show for a while. My blood pressure. Oh, already you haven't high. had yeah. me on the show. Yeah, we're not yeah. talking about those previous episodes. I'm working on getting them erased because uh, they're our lowest numbers we've ever had. You don't um, even look at the numbers, buddy. No, I did. I checked the numbers because when I wasn't allowed back on the show, I wanted to. It satisfied my ego knowing that we had one tenth of our usual audience. So, uh, you know, that was, that was nice for me. I need a little bit of something to boost my ego every day. Otherwise, you know, I just stare into the abyss, the void of uh, reality and realizing we're all just a little speck. Uh-huh. Can we cue some beautiful music? Yeah, we're just, we're these things, Chris, and we're born into these meat suits. And some say that we chose this life uh, before we came in, but I don't know if we did. And, you know, life moves so fast and, you know, you just got to like, what is it? Is it to be happy, to intrude to yourself, or is it to make someone else happy? Let's cue make someone happy. Yeah, there we go. So Little Louis Armstrong. And, you know, is that, happy. maybe that's what it's all about, make you know? By making someone else happy, happy, you in turn make yourself make happy. What the and fuck are you talking about? What are you talking music. about? I don't understand anything. That I honestly tuned out for a solid minute. And I just imagine that's what every person who's listening to this what show you, is going to do. When you tune out, where do you go? Where does it I did, think about the you? laundry list of things that frustrate me that you do. Is laundry on your on your? It uh, is. Oh man, do I not? How do you do your laundry? Where go, do you Where do you take it? Uh, I go to a laundromat. I go to a laundromat on. Um, do you a, wait with your clothes, or do you leave it? Do you trust that no one's going to dabble into your clothing? Because someone could come in there while it's driving, literally squat and while take a dump what? into it. <laughs> while it's what? <laughs> You, someone could walk in there. Well, this is how you would do it. You would take a dump at home into a plastic bag. Okay. Anyways, take, no, all right. No, no, listen, no, no, listen. no, 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 no. You would I don't. Take the I get it. And guess what? To the laundromat. All the listeners, all the listeners, care, all the listeners get it too. All the listeners get it too. You would put it in a paper bag, and then you would sl- you would open up the lid, drop it in, close the lid. You would come back to your clothes, and you'd be like, "What? Ha- who did this? Why? Why did this happen? Can you talk about that time that happened to you?" So anyways, um, it's been a hell of a week. Uh, we had the short come out, which was really nice, and uh, we got all kinds of interesting things. Uh, what are you working on for the future, Rick? What, what, do, you got, what do you got in the pipeline? Uh, the future. Um, what am I working on? It's fun. You know, uh, yeah, what, what do you got? I have a, a fun uh, commercial for uh, this online uh, video game company coming out. 
I think in a week or two. I don't know. I don't get to, I don't decide when these things happen. So I'm excited to share that. It's a fun little 30 second comedy piece. And then I've got uh, nothing else. I've got a short film uh, that I, I think I want to write. And then I have another short that our, uh, our boy John Wesselcouch and I are going to make together. Uh, and we came up with the idea about a week ago. Um, it's about Hollywood. It's about, um, without giving away too much, uh, Hollywood dreams coming true. But then reality kicks you in the face like a horse you get too close to. But we're doing something different for this. Uh, John and I have wrote together uh, a feature that we, we only, we stopped at the first draft. We never, you know, figured it out. And uh, it's, it's dead now. But mm-hmm. the way we wrote that, we wrote that together. We would tag team back and forth. And for this one, John had the suggestion of, uh, why don't, because it's a 10-page script, why don't we each write our own versions of the script, and then we'll send them to each other, and then cherry-pick moments, dialogues, you know, and scenes. Right, where right, can right, be like, right. And I thought, that might be interesting. Uh, I'm down to try that experiment. I don't know. How do you, you've, you've co-written before. Uh, you do it quite often, actually, but... What's your process like when you write with someone? Does someone typically um, sail the ship or you guys both equally using your fingers or, you know, how do you do it? Well, I think there's like a a bunch of different ways that I do it. Um, Most of the time, I I have a couple writing partners that I've worked with. You're one of them, um, Garen, my friend Max. Um, Max and I have been working on a ton of stuff. And usually the way it works is, um, you know, I get an idea and I outline out the whole idea. Um, if it's for like a bigger thing, like a TV show, outline the idea out. And then if I feel like I need to give whomever I'd like to make it more of an idea, then I write out the whole script, yada, yada, yada. I'm not the best writer though, but I feel like I'm good at like... No, I'm, I'm talking about like the process of like when you're actually putting the words to the paper. Like, Oh, how well, do you... sometimes I, I do sometimes like improv out a scene. How is this going to flow? How is this going to mm-hmm. work? You know, other times I just... Sometimes I do like a vomit pass of it where I just like say like, I want these five beats to come out of this scene. And then I read back on it as gibberish, but I know in my mind what it is. And then I go back and then I architect it from there. So it's like one pass of just pure mush and then i go in and add the nice little details and all that fun stuff right i think it always yeah starts out as mush hey i can get i can get a really fun guest on the show right now what do you think oh yeah who yeah um it's this guy ian bag and he is a are you there um i'm here of course i'm here oh perfect all right here he is let's here we go we got ian bag ladies and gentlemen how you doing ian Hi, buddy. How are you? Good, good, good. Ian is a stand-up comedian. Uh, you're from Canada. Uh, and, uh, yes, I am. Oh, my gosh. Welcome to Bumper to Bumper. Rick uh, can hear you, but you can't hear Rick. I guess that that's how it's going to work. That's uh, how it's going to work? Yeah. Uh, nobody, should, nobody should ever hear Rick. <laughs> yeah, no one should hear Rick. Wow. Get him off now. <laughs> no, I like Ian quite a bit. Get him off right no, now. That's I'm it. I'm done. I'm keeping him on the show. I like him quite a bit. <laughs> Um, <laughs> did Rick say get rid of him? Yeah, he did say get rid of you. You guys are going to work real the well together. The audience already Rick, can hear it. stop it. I love you. <laughs> okay, you can stay. So, um, Ian, um, we obviously never met, but I was just on your most recent podcast, and that was like super duper fun. You want to tell everybody about it? It is called Around the Bag. I invite three friends over to my house virtually, and they answer questions with the hope of becoming my BFF for the week. Yeah, it's it's really funny. I had a really good time uh, being oh, on. Oh, thanks, it. man. Yeah, thanks. dude. I, 
And you were great. You were great. We had a great time when you dropped by. I actually just recorded one, and I'm doing another one in about 20 minutes. Oh. That's what's going on. So when how you, many of those do you record a day? Uh, so I try to do two, and then uh, that would just keep ahead of my schedule. So is what I try. So I try to do, and I do, I try to put one out every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Now you're like a touring stand-up um, for the listeners who, who are, are unfamiliar with Ian. Um, and I'm disappointed. Uh, no, I. <laughs> but what has that been like? I mean, obviously everything's basically opened back up. But when did you start traveling around? Um, I, I kind of wanted to get your take, kind of just because uh, it seems like you've been really active during these times when things haven't been as active. I've been trying to. I've been trying to get out there about once a month is what I was trying to do during the whole pandemic. Um, I was terrified. I would say so. Probably July or August. I was like, what if? What if I'm done? What if I've never, I'm never going to do a show like I did before ever again? I had had that feeling in my head, but uh, since then, like about October, uh, I've been able to get out and do outdoor things here and there, and every so often indoors in Great. places that don't believe in uh, viruses because they can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And, uh, uh, um, it, it, but I was in, I was in Minneapolis this week, and you know it was. Um, about half full. We we're about to be able about half full, and it was great. It was so good. People were just so excited to be out and and you know just doing things and to be around other people. When you were getting started doing comedy and stuff, who was like who is that like that person for you who you were watching doing stand up specifically, where you were like, oh my god, I got to try doing this. Uh, so I was influenced by Sam Kinison, uh, Jonathan Winters, and Bill Cosby. Uh, because Bill Cosby, when I was a kid, just painted a picture that I could see. I could see that right. he, with, with his words. I could see what he was. And, and Sam Kinison was irreverent, like you wouldn't believe. You just you just went as far as you could, and if it was funny, you did it right. Yeah. And then there was then there was uh, Jonathan Winters, who was just just everything was just a dream. Yeah, <laughs> he was so funny. I I, I love Jonathan Winters. It's actually funny. Rick kind of reminds me of Sam Kinison. Um, really? Because he's always no yeah. He's like, me off. yeah. He's He's always yelling. Um, I <laughs> but he, he's and and I actually I had an acting teacher in in um, L A and and Sam and the acting teacher worked together quite a bit actually when he had his TV. Oh, really? yeah he had a TV show on Fox remember back in the nineties I think yeah, it was like yeah. um so and then you were in Canada doing this this the scene up there and then when you came down to L A what was like the first spot you were doing stand up at so what I, what happened to me was I start I grew up in a little town called Terrace British Columbia I went to Vancouver to start um, within uh, my sixth open mic a guy named Pat Bullard was working in Canada he was already living in LA and he said Ian you need to promise me that you'll do everything in your powers to get out of Canada and live in in, in America you can't stay here and I was like okay I was just a young guy I was like okay so uh, I ended up following my friend Craig Campbell who was booked at the uh, uh, Montreal Comedy Festival mm -hmm, just for last day yeah, I just went. I, I went to hang with them, and I ended up getting on a couple shows. And this guy named Lucian Hold, who was one of the co-owners of the comic strip in New York, uh, seen me. And he's like, "Hey, if you come down to New York, I'll put you on stage." And I was just naive enough that I thought, "Oh, that means I moved to New York." So I took my eight hundred dollars that I had to my name, and I moved to New York. Lived in a youth hostel oh uh, for fourteen dollars a night, and he put me on stage every night. And I used to follow uh, Dave Attell and Dave Chappelle and. Uh, Red Johnny and the Round Guy and uh, Ray Romano, like all these, just just these crushers, you know. And yeah. I, had to, I had I had to do the check spot where they'd go on and just have the greatest sets, and then I would 
go on while everybody paid their bills and then and then the headliner would come on it was crazy but i learned so much and uh everybody thought i was nuts because i'd show up and i have an entourage all right all, all the kids from the youth hostel so one week i'd show up with nothing but japanese kids and next week I'd, you know, the next I'd, so it was great you got yeah. like a crew from czechoslovakia i don't yeah, know how to talk was, to I them had, like the most random people they're like what the hell why do you have so many germans with you <laughs> Oh man, that's amazing. I, I I know you're busy and you got like other stuff you got to get into, but I just wanted to get you on the show. We only do for like 25 minute show, but um, I love it. I like I love that you uh, that you uh, you asked me. Uh, I, I literally asked Ian uh, five minutes before we were going to tape. I'm the worst booker of all time, but you get it. You have to bring people on all the time. You got to find three people for your it's, show, isn't it? It's the hardest thing is the booking, and you feel like you feel like it's almost it's like you're like so. Oh. Right. I feel like Oliver Twist, may I have some more? When, <laughs> when you ask somebody to be on their show, like I remember I said I said to you, I just reached out in a tweet and I said, how does one get you on their podcast is what I said. Well, I so, thought you were, and then I reread it and I thought you were trying to get on Bumper to Bumper and I was like, well, this is awkward, but uh, anyways. Um, <laughs> well, Ian, Ian, um, do you have any shows coming up you want to plug here? or? Yeah. Yeah, I'm in Lexington, Kentucky this week, um, and I also do every Tuesday at a, a place in Long Beach. We do D Piazza's yep. uh, Pizza. It's a music joint, and we do it there uh, on Tuesday nights at nine o'clock. It's on PCH in Long Beach, and it's just fun. I bring two comedians there, and uh, they just worked out. They work out, and we've been doing that since uh, December during this, during the pandemic. And I just thought to keep them going and us going. So, and if you ever want to come try stand up, I'd love to have you. Oh, I would love to. Yeah, I, I uh, I'm terrified of it, but uh, I would love to improv through some bad I'm jokes. I'm sure you'd be just <laughs> fine. So if you ever want to come down, let me know. I would love that. Ian, thank you so much for being on Bumper to Bumper, man, and, and have a great show. show. Thank you, Ian. <laughs> All right, thanks, Ian. Ianbag.com. You can get all of his stuff there. And uh, Can we play Can we play like a, a minute or two of his stand-up? Yeah, yeah, let's play a minute of uh, Ian Bag right now. Do you have a lady at home? Unfortunately, no. Unfortunately. What's that? You got to write single. You got to write them? You're single? Could be your conversation skills. <laughs> <laughs> I just asked if you're single. <laughs> Ma'am, you like a fixer-upper? He's very good looking, but fucking don't expect to talk to him much. Use him as a busboy. Don't have him talk to the tables, just have him pick things up. Did you say no? Did you say thank you, thank you very much, but no, 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 no. Just to let you know, these are jokes. I don't know if you know what's going on. I'm actually not trying to set you up. I think you probably do very well. You own a restaurant, you got a shave, most you're ready to find out. Dude, he's nice. he's great, man. He he, I honestly, he just randomly reached out to me, but he's he's just super duper funny, um, and and he also happens to be in the movie uh, MVP two, most vertical primate. <laughs> he's in, he's in a slew of fun movies that uh, he was on Last Comic Standing and a bunch of other shows. But um, you know, it was one of those things where he was a comedian that reached out to me on Twitter, and and then. Um, I just did his podcast and then I kind of did my research a little backwards and he's just super funny and done a bunch of things. Um, but yeah, he, he's great. Um, and we were happy to get him on the show. Um, what was, uh, Maya barking about? Well, there was like a guy next door, a younger guy looked like my friend from middle school. Um, I would say in early twenties, uh, with, uh, ginger hair, ginger complexion. He was running up the side of the the neighbor's house. I don't know what he was doing. Who do you... He had who, a mask on. Who was it? I, 
I felt like he was like scoping out the area, <laughs> or maybe he was like. And then I thought maybe he's exercising. It was a little weird. It sounds like it Mike. Been Mike Cav- was it Mike Cavanaugh? He like I think he was because we where we live you can there are a lot of trails around here and you can someone's backyard can turn into a trail. Right. So I th- I feel like he was a little lost. He was like a little lost coyote, and he was running around trying to get to the next backyard. That's what I think I witnessed here. And, uh, you know, I'm glad I have a little 10-pound dog to guard and protect. Do you ever uh, take my on walks and you see, like, a bigger dog and go, and they, like, get in a fight, and you're like, Maya, that dog would literally gobble you up in one bite? She's pretty good. Uh, we had a couple of coyotes in our back, not in our backyard, but the neighbor's yard, and they were running up towards the fence. It was a little scary when mm-hmm. Maya was in the backyard, and I picked her up. And they did get close, and she was staring at them, not saying a word. Well, she can't say words because she's a dog, but she wasn't barking. And uh, she, oh, fuck, a hummingbird. She goes. The hummingbird's um, back? Usually when you and I have, like, interestingly lackluster podcasts, the hummingbird shows up. Yeah. What's so lackluster about this, Chris? Not much. I'm just saying it's when it's, well, actually, you're right. Yeah, you just made a diss. You, that was a neg. I'm sorry, you gave a negative. I, didn't, I'm, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to neg, okay? Um, yeah, okay. Well, uh, I think it's time for... Uh, Conspiracy cons- Corner? Cue the music. Cue it up. Oh, man, it's so good to have you back for Conspiracy uh, I'm going to have to do a little bit of research on this one because we didn't pre-plan this, but give me a conspiracy. I want you to give um, me one, and maybe yeah, I'll know it. But you're pretty good. Um, but this one it should be pretty it. easy for you. Um you ready? Um, yeah, give it to me, baby. Lap- uh-huh. <laughs> laptop. Oh, give me something else. Laptop? No, laptop. Ugh. What? What's wrong with laptop? Okay, well, you know what? Um, oh, okay. I don't even need to look this one up. Yeah, that's right. Laptops. Interesting, right? A laptop. It's an interesting term. The marketing of where to put the device is in the the device's name itself. A laptop. You're putting that laptop where, Chris? On your lap. That's the correct answer. You're putting it on your lap. And this little device, over time, the batteries have gotten better. Which means it could stay on your lap a lot longer. What is this machine doing now, Chris? Yeah. It's putting out heat uh-huh. from a battery. A lithium-ion battery. Right. It's putting out heavy EMF radiation from the uh, Wi-Fi card that's built into all the machines. Um, Bluetooth connection, always on. Uh, EMF radiation from the screen itself. What's happening here? What we're looking at here with the laptop and the popularization of the laptop isn't an idea of convenience, but rather an idea of depopulation. By cooking your ball sack and your ovaries... <laughs> You are reducing uh, numbers in sperm count and uh, the health of the egg, which creates, as you know, a human being. So laptops have been put, put here, and the reason why they're so cheap is to so they can be available to a- anyone. Everyone can have a laptop. Everyone puts that laptop on their balls or their uh, u- uterus. Uterus? <laughs> <laughs> fallopian tubes wherever the eggs come from and the sperm comes from that's getting cooked up you didn't see our ancestors with a nice hot block of technology emf radiation sitting on their balls or their right uterus right whatever you want to call it 
the genitals. Can we just have one that's, yeah, I'm going to say genitals. Uh, yeah, <laughs> laptops, dude. <laughs> laptops are bad. We're not supposed to be in front of the screen this much. And also, if you got if you got AirPods in your ears right now, I don't. you're cooking your you're cooking your fucking brain. Because <laughs> think about it, one AirPods go into the phone, the other AirPod needs to connect through your skull. How do you think it's wirelessly connecting? It's sending a beam of radiation to connect. Yeah. We're cooking the insides. Well, you were the one that forced me to get AirPods. I remember. I did. Yeah, because I was part of the propaganda, but not no more. I'm awakened, and uh, I'm now using uh, just wired headphones, which is probably still just as bad, but not as bad as the AirPods. Also, they're really bad for the environment. You can cut the music. Well, you know, Rick, um, I, I I agree with you with laptops. I, I, I see that conspiracy. I understand that's a conspiracy. Chris, uh, real quick, real yeah. quick. I think that our closing music should always be um, SNL, the SNL closing theme. <laughs> Do you want it? You- <laughs> I think it would be funny <laughs> as we start, like, winding down okay, to, like, cue yeah, that well, music. Cue music, because... Um, Oh, okay, we cued it now. It's I was going to leave that part out, but I guess now the, the audience knows <laughs> the audience uh, know. part of our working process. Well, I have to uh, say, this was just a really great show. It was really great. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah we I know you thank- doubted it a little bit with the appearance of the hummingbird, but guess what? It was just one hummingbird, and he didn't even go to the theater, you know? <laughs> and we had Ian Bag on the show. Ian Bag's great. Ian Bag, a lot of bag of fun that guy is. Yeah, he's we a got, big uh, old bag of laughter. We got uh, love language that you yeah. can uh, watch. You can give two minutes of your time. I know your time is precious. Let's play one more little clip. From, let's, let, like, let's play one, one more clip. clip. Yeah. Oh, that was yeah, that great. That was my, one of my favorite <laughs> moments right there. Uh, well, Rick, yeah, you know, wel- welcome back, what? man. Welcome oh, back. You can stop saying that. I'm back. I'm back and I'm never going away. <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll see you next week. We'll see you next time.